1: Good morning, good morning, everyone. Jurassic Views, Zion Bryce. Very happy, very proud of our boys on a Friday morning. <laughs> Two in a row in Milwaukee. Another expose done on this Bucks team. Coach Budenhauser, um, he's got some explaining to do to management and to Giannis. Lots of talking points in this one, but I'm singing a song from Drake today. Control ya, control ya, <laughs> Zaya, Brianna, What are you saying, my That's friend? That's some good harmony there, man.
0: Um, what a, what a way to <laughs> what a way to start uh, the weekend. Um, you know, I mean, there is no other way to see this victory as um, a flexing. Win against uh, Eastern Conference rival, right? This is a team in Milwaukee who are on a five game losing streak. um, And we are the team that had added two of those losses this week to them for their own broadcasters and, you know, Milwaukee Bucks Twitter having. I wouldn't say an existential crisis, but they're, ha- they're asking themselves some questions, right? They're questioning their roster. They're even questioning their king, you know, is Giannis' game sufficient and proficient enough to take them to the promised land, right? And we touched on right. it in the last pod. Giannis missed out oh. on the promised land by signing that max contract in Milwaukee, right? Because the Toronto okay. Raptors proved themselves as still, uh, a, a a contender right last game we showed that not only could we beat you but we're going to control the game we're going to control actually every aspect of the game to the point where we are going to force you to remove one of your critical offensive and defensive players in 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 Lopez we're going to send him to the bench and you're going to have to rely on Giannis's brother of all people right of all players on the Shoot. roster Right, so so there's something that Jack Armstrong mentioned in the post game last night and on Raptors TV. He said in, in in analyzing and observing Bud now over you know several games against the Raptors, it seems like the game is playing Bud rather than Bud playing the game, right? And he's being reactionary rather than act- and being proactive. And that's something significant coming from an experienced coach in Jack Armstrong, whether he kind of plays it humble and and he self-deprecates a few times. He, he still knows the game at a higher level than most commentators and even fans, especially fans. And so I think that's interesting. And I have to credit Coach Nurse because, again, he showed ways in which he can counteract a lot of what Milwaukee bucks present even in their strengths by going small by being quicker and by being resilient both on defense and being innovated offensively uh especially as we are we were without kyle Lowry. bryce i i mean i have to see the game again because it was such a great game on our end um and just to see how we responded to them their counterattack when they brought it down to nine we we we, we didn't buckle, which is what we've done so far this season. Um, we responded with an uppercut. We responded with a low blow. We responded with a, with a jab. We responded, you know, like Muhammad Ali would in the ring, right? Circa, what, 1975. Holla at your boy. Rumble in the jungle. Sorry, I'm just excited, man.
1: <laughs> it was It was a good win, and... What I'm most impressed with, as you said, the mental part of the game, there was not a moment where we were phased. I mean, I'm, I I might have been sitting watching the game at home, but there, this group was not phased at all. At all. We, we got down, what, 13-7, and like Pat Connaughton the night before, uh, Bryn Forbes, uh, he, he's looking at his bench kind of flexing because he hits three threes in the first six minutes dude dude hardly scored at all for the rest Absolutely. of the game just like Pat, just like pat conington guy had 16 points uh in the first 14 minutes and then scored four the rest of the game um so the the mental game that we had getting down early uh they made a little push at, at what one point uh to try and get it closer in in the second quarter they make a push uh, in the fourth with, you know, six minutes, five minutes to go. And and we hit them back um, and put them back down uh, on the mm-hmm. canvas. Um, you know, like that, that is showing us that these boys have arrived and are ready to play in this new era, right? This new Fred Van Vliet ooh, era. Ooh. And here's the, here's the, here's the thing, man. We don't, we don't need Fred to have a big night. If you give him space, I, obviously he will burn you. But he, he knows that he can, he can you know distribute. He knows he can lead the team in different ways. And he got to sit back and enjoy uh, a nice dish of venison. It, it's a tasty mm. dish, man. And uh, he was eating a lot of it last night as he watched Norm Powell – Pascal Siakam, uh, you know, completely dominate the game, efficiently uh, score. um, The way that Pascal went at Giannis, um, he he had no mercy for that dude. And when you look at the lines of the last two games, not just the scoring, although that's important too, but you look at the free throws, you look at the rebounds, um, you look at the turnovers – Pascal Siakam showed up again and said, Giannis, I am an all-star. I might not be at the all-star game this year, but I can play at that level. And Shaquille O'Neal, remember this man's name, because in the playoffs you're going to be saying it a lot. (laughs) Shaquille O'Neal forgot his name.
0: I I mean, add that to the long list of Shaquille O'Neal, just blunders, just complete. (laughs) just just completely not understand you know things going over his head you know being out of his element and um and that's a great uh remark there right understand that all-star is a game right um and and for siakam what he wants to be is a status all-star right regardless regardless of whether you're you're voted in or the coaches select you um, it is reflective on what you do on the court. And I'm absolutely right. I, he did some things uh, yesterday or last night, Bryce, that if he showed a modicum of that in the bubble against the Boston Celtics, you know, we it's a whole different conversation and expectation on this season because uh, we want more, right? The disease of more. And I think as since we won the chip in 2019, and we tried to run it back last year. Um, and despite the disruption of last year, one of the benefits of it was we saw the growth and the potential of Pascal and he showed it, he showed it again last night against one of the best defenders in the league. And there was a level of, you know, we, we, we over-emphasized this element of joy with him, but I would also say determination. Right. He had twenty-seven yeah. points. He had six rebounds, five assists. He was an incredible playmaker yesterday with the absence of Larry. He shot nine for eighteen. So he was quite efficient. And I saw him shoot that three Ooh. with so much confidence. He was two for four from the three point line and seven for seven from the free throw line. So he had a level of regression. Yep. He posted whoever was guarding him, whether it was Giannis, whether it's Lopez, whether it's DJ Augustine, uh, Vincenzo and, uh, <laughs> Giannis, right. And so, um, that is something that he understands that it's not just for him to, to score or to get himself going. It's more than that. It's for our offense to get going. And it's also to, ch- to, to challenge the defensive scheme of the Milwaukee Bucks. Right. Sometimes yeah. he's taking his time just to analyze what are they going to do? And it helps even uh, the other guys to know where they're going to do on offense, like the Bembries or the Norman Powells, who I have to talk about, uh, Bryce. But my dude is, you know, when, you, you know when MJ played the Knicks in his career, there was always something that he anticipated yeah. and he performed at a higher level. More particularly was that, year in which he came back and he was wearing 45 number 45 Mm -hmm. and that game against the everyone everyone was you know saying that this is not the jordan that we once knew he goes back into the garden he he nails 50 he scores 55 on them right and he and and wears his old 1986 sneakers Jordans my, my, <laughs> in the documentary he says you know he was bleeding from his from his feet now we don't know if he, that's a metaphor and if he if he's exaggerating typical Jordan uh, creating his mystique, <laughs> but he also did something on the court and he knocked on the hardware right on, on, and it was just a classic moment. Uh, same thing with the LeBron versus versus Toronto right, right? I always feel he, he's a reawakened. Right. I don't know if it's Drake on the sideline. I don't know, uh, you know, maybe it's Chris Bosch's ex-girlfriend that just he always finds a way to motivate himself. Norman Powell, I think, has tapped into that. You know, yes, he is not amongst the names that I've just uh, mentioned, but he, right. he has yeah. something regarding matchups versus the Milwaukee Bucks that he, he finds his fit, footing. Right, He's much more alert, both offensively, but also defensively. I, I don't like to exaggerate defensive um performances, but Bryce, he, I find that he is in Middleton's head. um yeah. He locked him up and lit him up. He had 29 points mm-hmm. yesterday on... Sorry, he had 29 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists for plus 12. I think what more, more remarkably he shot nine for twelve from the floor, four for seven from the three point line, seven and from eight from the free throw line and
1: yeah, there
0: there were elements sense. about his game where i'm asking myself okay is what is it now? I know the previous game he only scored eleven points and and a lot of that had to do with sharing the ball with a who had eighteen at the half, nevertheless, Bryce this season. Norman Powell is averaging 22 points against the Milwaukee Bucks in the three matchups so far in 29 minutes. He's sh- he's shooting 47.3 from the free uh, from the field, 90% from the free throw line, 47.7 from the three point line. His season Damn. average this year is 16.7. So you have to ask yourself, what is it, right? And I don't I don't have to find the, the reasons, you know, uh, Norm. Whatever that's what you're doing before a match against the Milwaukee Bucks keep doing it but his value is so much more important especially as we start contemplating life saw Lowry and moving ahead right is norm that guy that we can depend on on that starting lineup that can deliver both offensively and defensively and i think he's answering that question i think i I think it's too early for us to um um, predict whether he signs that contract extension in the offseason i say I'm crossing my fingers that he does and that we actually make the offer. But performances like last night is giving us all the reasons and all the rave for us to cheer this brother on to, to continue with the raps because he's a staple. He's part of the core. He's part of that championship pedigree, right? And so um, I can't, we, you know, I think we could talk about Fred. We could talk about Siakam. We could talk about OG. We could talk about Bembry and Boucher. But Bryce, Norman Powell has to get that love.
1: Definitely, definitely. Norman Powell played a monster night. The efficiency is is through the roof. Um, I'm sure the analytics people will be going crazy uh, about this uh, performance by Norm like it's porn. But uh, Norm Powell was strong. I think that uh, Maasai should already have the contract out in front uh, for Norm to sign when he... Uh, returns to Tampa for the extension. I think that there should also be to match Kyle and Fred's. There should be a Lambo waiting for him in the wow. parking lot. Wow! I think I think, I think Norman Powell Lambeau. to me, he has matured in front of us. Our, our our son has grown up. We no longer have to be waving our fingers at him. <laughs> this guy has played massive in the starting role in what the last 12 games um, he's been excellent and Nick can't, you know, put him back on the bench anymore. Now here's, here's, here's something to think about. Mm -hmm. In 20, in 2017, we played that Milwaukee bucks team and we had to insert Norman Powell, a young guy, maybe a a second year guy at that point uh, against uh, we had to put him into the starting lineup. And that was a, a, an important change. It really changed the series. We ended up winning, three games in a row to win the series in six. Um, and, you know, you look back at that series, Middleton was in that series. Yep. And, and maybe, there was, maybe there was something that went on from there. He was also drafted by the Bucs. Yep. And then the Bucks got rid of him. So there's some storylines there. But here's where I want to go with this. In that series, we made adjustments. And we were a little slow on the adjustments there but there were some adjustments made in both games that uh happened with this uh Raptors team against the Bucks and those adjustments were made by the coaching staff and i think you wanted to talk a little bit about nick nurse maybe you'll take some shots at uh coach bud because he is getting lambasted in the american media right now talk to us about what you saw nick nurse do because they were critical decisions in the expose of the Milwaukee Bucks.
0: Well, you know, it's not that, uh, you know, the coach nurse was holding back any information. We knew last night that we were going to be without Kyle Lowry. And right. the onus was going to be on coach Bud on how to prepare with a small lineup. Most likely mm-hmm. we could have gone with a... Boucher or a Baines back into the lineup but because it worked so effectively in in the first game against the Bucks, it was most the probability was going to be high that Nick Nurse would return with a small lineup now we don't we didn't know who he was going to insert into into that starting lineup in this case it was Bembry who played 37 minutes Uh, his stat line won't jump out at you he was a plus 12 Uh, For five points, four assists, two rebounds. He shot two for three from the field and one for two from the three point line. But again, Coach Bud isn't going to be sleeping up at night wondering about DeAndre Bembry. I think a lot of it had to do with what we exposed in the Milwaukee Bucks. Again, I think we made uh, Lopez ineffective. He played 12, he, he played 20 minutes. He was a minus 11. Yeah. He couldn't defend anyone in the, in the switches. So one of the yeah. elements in which adding an OG to the five is his switchability. Adding Bembry mm-hmm. also to the, to the starting lineup adds a level of switchability because he can guard your a point guard, shooting guard, small forward. And he went as far as guarding our boy Giannis last night.
1: Yeah, and so especially when you had the ball at the top of the key.
0: Exactly. So uh, one thing that was interesting is we didn't really use a zone so much, and yeah. and yet one thing that I found that our guy Nick Nurse he even introduced Matt Thomas back onto the onto the court, right? Hearing my prayers, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> and what he did is he had him guard Connaughton. He said, well, you know what? Connaughton, all he is is a spot-up shooter. He crashes the offensive boards. But what I'm I'm going to do is I'm going to hide Matt Thomas there against him. And I'm going to use Matt Thomas offensively to get that half-court offense going. Because we know very well the defensive scheme of the Milwaukee Bucks is one that doesn't contest the shooter curving around that pick and roll, right? That big man isn't stepping up. So Matt Thomas, in his limited minutes of 17 minutes, had five shots. He made two of them, one of them being a three-point shot for five points. But he was a plus 13 because he also created on the bounce to find the open man. Um, so it was that Gretzky pass that he was using to not just find the open man, but that open man who would then find the ultimate shooter. So it helped during those lulls that we had Without the Fred VanVleet on the court or okay. Siakam on the court, and there were a lineup, Bryce, that only had Norm as the prominent scorer. I, I was concerned, and that was uh, a period in the third. And Nick Nurse wasn't really shying away from it, right? He right. he was forced again. He was he was almost tempting Bud to to to, um, to scheme against. This this lineup of what norm plus bench, and yeah. I wish I actually had the numbers right in front of me. But I, I watching the game, and I think I wanted to watch the. I, I'm mentioning I want to watch the game again. But um, w- one of the one of the matters that you elements that you mentioned earlier was that there was a sense of calmness from this yep. from this team. But I also think think that came that he exuded from the from the sidelines. Nick Nurse had a level of calmness and proactiveness in his coaching schemes that exposed the Milwaukee Bucks, right? To the point where I mentioned, I mean, you're digging deep in your in your bench if you're going to have to resort to a Theonis Antetokounmpo, yeah. right? Um, right? To give you that quote-unquote spark. I know, you know, for some, I know on Raptors Twitter, they were laughing that he was a bit annoying. I understand, you know, you're a role player trying to ignite your team but you're down 15 but i mean goodness gracious it takes you to be down 15 for you to realize that you need you need to introduce something different and again uh, given the benefit of the doubt bryce maybe he's holding back his own cards right and that he's waiting for the playoffs in order to uh show a a variant or a, a different Elements of the Milwaukee Bucks in the half-court offense that into you know that includes Anadikupo Middleton and by Anadikupo I'm obviously mean uh, referring to Giannis, um, but and waiting for uh, Drew Holiday to come back healthy obviously right. Yeah. Yeah. Nevertheless, I don't believe it, right? I I, I still think uh, this season, however weird it is, bizarro it is, um, he was out coached, and what you also don't want to do as a coach is is show the elements and holes in your roster for other coaches in your conference to utilize against you. Not just in the regular season, but in the playoffs, which we saw, obviously, in the uh, Miami Heat. So, um, last year in the bubble. So, um, I'm putting, you know, I'm at, you know, last game, I I put respect on Nick Nurse's name. I'm going to put more respect on Nick Nurse's name. And I look forward to... Tonight's game, you know, this is a back-to-back yeah, against at,
1: out of the game.
0: against Mil, against Minnesota and what he does to flip Saunders. Um, sorry, not flip Saunders. This is Saunders Junior, um, yep. the son, and uh, RIP to the father. And mm-hmm. yeah, there again, I want to watch this game again. Um, for For those who are listening, if you want to have a much more, if you want to listen to another dynamic. Pod, uh, there's um, William Liu on Yahoo Sports who went on a slander uh, of the Milwaukee Bucks last night, and it was quite hilarious. And uh, I recommend it. Um, Bryce, do you have any final thoughts? Run it,
1: run it back. It's called run it back.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on uh, this uh, regarding this uh, this post game?
1: You know, I obviously I always take a big picture look at things when we get really low. And I think when we get really high, we need to to do the same thing. This schedule is grueling. Exactly. And uh, we got another game tonight. Then we get Philly twice. Yeah. And then after those two games in Tampa, we go on the road to Miami on a back-to-back on Wednesday. Uh, it's actually Fred Van bleet 's ver- birthday on Wednesday. Uh, holler at a boy. And um, so it, it is not easy, and these are important games to get, uh, obviously for the, our record, but they're also very important games for us to get for our confidence, our mentality. But I, I think there is a little more, uh, you know, a little more predator in us, edge, a little more yeah. piranha, a little more edge, exactly, and I think you know we're 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 sending some messages to the eastern conference are the are the brooklyn nets scared not yet are are the philadelphia 76ers intimidated not yet but there are a lot of teams now who realize shoot the kings of the north have returned and they're going to lay claim to the northern kingdom and likely the eastern conference coming back for that throne uh, that's right, man. We 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 know why we lost it. Th- those tales have been told, and Pascal Siakam is is looking to get what is what is his. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. I'm really looking forward to how the bench continue to develop. Mm-hmm. I really like I really like Baines and Boucher together. To be honest, I'm not saying that you always play them together. I'd like to see Boucher obviously with that starting group, which he did some. Uh, of that last night i 'd really like to see Lowry on this second unit uh when he returns hopefully they don 't return him uh you know they too bring soon. him back too quickly. take your time uh you know it 's a long season still um but there there are some great things that have been done over the course of the last 19 three one two and eight uh Yuta, thank you Yuta my daughter 's happy i 'm happy. Uh, your stands on Twitter are happy. Um, it's good feelings all around. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got, we got a lot of work to do. I want to see more from Chris Finch as our assistant coach. Uh, Well, wait a minute. So are you
0: telling me you're not satisfied after the last night's win?
1: Hell hell no. Hell no. This is just, just as, this is just the beginning of us reclaiming the kingdom and the conference. Damn. That, that's what this is about. That's what this is about, my friend. It is about control. Um, it is about power. It is, man. I'm I'm, I'm power hungry. <laughs> I'm a stay-at-home dad. I'm allowed to flex it with the rats. <laughs> Uh But yeah, we there's still a lot of work to do. There's still a lot of work to do. When you give it up, like we did in the bubble last year, uh, now it, now it, it's all that... Uh, you're all that more hungry. Yeah, hunger, um, and and venison, yeah. venison tartar was just the appetizer, my friend. Mm. So, we'll we'll see where, where we'll see where this goes. Remember the name, Shaq. Um, Remember the name. <laughs> that's right. Tonight, Pascal's going to be attacking the rim against the Wolves. Vanderbilt. And I think Vanderbilt. the Omega. Is,
0: Vanderbilt. Yeah. Do do a oh, seance. Do something. Uh, pray to the ancestors. Do 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 something because. Uh, whatever excitement you got from quote unquote defending Siakam last, last game. No, uh, no, 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 no. He's going to come back with vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah, that's, that's right.
1: So it'll be fun, man. Uh, it'll be fun. Um, as always, my friend, uh, a great game. As you said, when we get the wins, it's nice, but this was a good win. Always great chatting about it. Hope our our listeners are enjoying some of the banter, too. But we'll be back tomorrow morning after this game tonight against the Timberwolves.